Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Father Daughter First Down, where we bear all about the Chicago Bears. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. Let's get started. Uh, so what we're at with this is after a bye week. There was a lot of injuries still. Still a lot of uh in in Khalil Mack now out for the season. The Bears, another loss. How disappointing. It's it's ridiculous at this point. Um, one thing I, I was actually kind of surprised with how low scoring it was. But before we get into the game, you and I made a bet at the end of last week's episode. So I actually won the bet. It was about penalty yardages, and uh, you took eighty, and I took the under. Um, for we had Bears an over under based on the fact that the Bears have been so ridiculously penalized uh, throughout the year. I think this was one of the least penalized yes. games they yes. had. They had under 60 yards of penalties, but yet still in the end, at the end of the game, uh, a significant penalty interference ended up leading to the leading touchdown, the touchdown drive that led to the bears losing in the end. Anyway, based on uh, our, viewer recommendation on what the uh, prize would be for whoever won. Uh, somebody suggested that, you know, whoever wins or whoever loses cooks the other a homemade meal or dinner. Aren't of some you lucky? Um, so uh, due to the fact that I won and you have to cook me a home cooked meal, I will send you something to DoorDash me because that will be much better than your cooking. So I'd be glad to. I will be texting you my order after we film, film this. So let's get into the game. Right before the game started, we found out that Lamar Jackson is out, which is huge because Lamar Jackson not only is a quarterback, I also think he is part running back. Um, but that also is one of the most electric players in the NFL. Absolutely. But, you know, that's also hard for our defense because they've been preparing all week to go against Lamar Jackson and half the defense is playing with uh, second stringers. So yeah, but I at the end of the day, this quarterback who filled in Huntley, it was his first start. So yeah. you'd think that would have been an advantage for the bears, but they didn't take advantage. They made this guy Huntley look just as good as Lamar Jackson, if not better. So did you see any good in this game? You know, I did see some good. I'm here's what I marked down for the good. Andy Dalton was good. He played really well. The fact that we had two receivers have over a hundred yards in Darnell Mooney and Goodwin, both at when's the last time we had two receivers over a hundred yards. I Those were big remember. plays. We, we made some big plays on offense. The, the first half was a sleeper. I mean, the second half, was exciting and, and the Bears made some good plays, which I say is good. The other good was that amazing interception by uh, by Gibson, yes. the defensive back, where he was able to bring in the ball on his back that was juggled by the Baltimore receiver. That was that was a good play. So, so we out had of some all good, three of good those plays. good plays. What would you say would be your sauciest play of the week? Well, the the sauciest play. We're getting into the sauciest play already. I mean, you're bringing up the good, so there's got to be a saucy play. In well, there. you got to you got to say who the saucy play is sponsored by. The sauciest play of the game is sponsored by my dad's barbecue sauce. The sauciest play was a fourth and eleven 
where Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass, a 50-yard touchdown pass, 49 to be exact. Uh, the Bears were, were at fourth and in, in six. They get a procedure penalty to make it worse. You just think, okay, the game's over right there. Right. But he drops back. He finds Goodwin. Goodwin uh, makes a huge play, gets behind the defender, and scores a 49-yard pass that seemingly well put the bears in the lead but it seemingly was not enough no. but it, it and, the thought and I thought was it would bears, be. we thought all it thought be. it would be but but it's the second week in a row now where the bears in under two minutes have had the lead and their defense has let them down the defense could not yeah. help secure the win which is yeah. by the, the bad, way on defense, which is the bad i will say to me, my the bad. Good, That's my, my bad. My good is only uh, Quinn and Smith because they were my favorite players the entire game. They were the only players on until the end, though. I working. mean, yeah. Well, the, the two of them can't carry the whole defense, right? And Rokon I think we Smith was we had six... he watched on TV. I think he threw his helmet on the side. He was so pissed at his teammates. And you know what? Just because these guys are second or third stringers and other players are injured. Does, I mean, they've been practicing for, you know, at least a week. They've had a bye week. Like, they knew they were starting. Well, that, that interference call at the end was so unnecessary. It was it, it was ridiculous. I mean, the receiver probably could have caught the ball if there wasn't interference, but all a defensive back's got to do, and I know it sounds easier said than done, is turn around. That was a floater in the air. This, this quarterback, in the end, made the Bears look like crap. Um I mean, he, he was the hero of the day at the end of the day. And they just, they really, they, they had six sacks on him. They had contained him, but here you had like a minute 40 to stop the guy and you give him on the very first play, not only confidence, but like over a 20 yard uh, penalty because of pass interference that was marked. I think it brought him right away to like the 35, 30 yard line. What was your bad? Would you say, or the defense was your bad? Yeah, the ugly, the ugly, I will tell you the ugly. I've sort of kept this in my head over the years. Mm -hmm. We must be the worst team. If there's a statistic for fourth and one conversions for over the last three years, which is Nagy's tenure. We're either the first worst or the second worst. Fourth and one, we cannot do. We cannot do fourth and one. It's It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's called the QB sneak. Like you literally just get it over the (laughs) I mean, he, he creates a wildcat with Montgomery in the backfield, which he used to do with Cordell Patterson, which failed consistently. Everybody in the it's stadium, an Andy Reed move that you know, could be sitting, you could be sitting in the last row in the top level and you know, who's getting the ball. It's David Montgomery, a wildcat, a trick play or, or trying to be cute on a fourth and one. Speaking and of, I did not terrible. see it any Ugly. bit of Khalil Herbert. And I really wish that we had gotten him more involved. In I think he had and one carry for no yards. I think it, he was I mean, in for one so play. You, so you give him another shot. I, I mean, doesn't matter. Fourth and one, fourth and one. We actually converted a fourth and one later when Dalton was in on a, on a little pass to Montgomery that continued the drive that allowed us to score later on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's yeah. So you, you've, you've got my good, bad and ugly. What was your ugly? My ugly, honestly, was the dropped 
passes and the overthrowing. Andy was in a tough situation, but you know, he got in and within two plays, we were in the end zone and it was awesome. And right. everyone but let's was back so up. Excited. Let's talk about fields. I mean, I thought after a bye week, he came out. I don't like his body language. I mean, I don't know about his injury. I hope he's okay, but they said it's a rib injury. And on the last play, he may have gotten hurt before, but it looks like he was just, I mean, I, I think he's a tough kid. I've seen him play in a lot of games through college and up till now. And I know he's taken a lot of hits, but it just looked like he didn't want to play today. He had no fire in him from right. what I saw. He was, it's he was hard off with his passes of a, a losing streak, but that's not an excuse. You're a professional not, now. Right. And he, his throws, he's got to find touch. He was throwing fastballs on these five yard, six yard plays that he wasn't making it easy for his receivers he to looks like to he catch. doesn't want to be here and also on the rib injury no I actually am very concerned about that because he is a tough kid but if you remember back from his college career he had some rib injury issues that were an issue back then I didn't and know it so was rib it was rib I mean you watch these games okay. um so it'll be interesting we've got a short week but the fact that we came off of bye week and we couldn't score, like we missed the field goal. We had a promising drive in the first quarter. The first half was a sleeper. I mean, it was terrible. You cannot uh, receive the ball and then not get a first down on your first drive when you receive the ball. I, I, I mean, it, well, it's very it's popular with the Bears. Yeah, it's that's unexcusable. bad. And the fumble, you, you can't fumble. I mean, hold on to the damn ball. Yeah, so this was a... Big step backwards for Fields. We don't know if he'll play this week on a short week. They play I on Thanksgiving. I kind of hope that he he doesn't. He needs to kind of take a timeout, be in the penalty box. I think this just goes to show and prove that he's penalty not Penalty box, that's hockey. What do you mean penalty box? He needs a timeout. He needs a timeout. He needs a timeout. He needs a timeout. Like we used to ready. give you when you were little and you didn't behave. Yes, exactly. Right? Okay. Exactly. No, it just, it proves again that he isn't, ready to play with the big boys. I mean, Andy came in and within two plays had the ball in the end zone. So Andy looked, Andy Dalton looked good. This was a good game but for then Andy Dalton. At the, I mean, it was a good game for Andy, but then at the same time, what I think also, you know, he had a lot of passes that were nowhere near his receivers or, you know, somebody Goodwin or Mooney were, you know, a second late or whatever. He and put I think, the bears in a position to win. It was, their I, defense I agree, that failed I agree with that, but let me finish. So basically what I think happens is that, you know, Justin is now taking all these snaps with the first stringers and Andy doesn't get as much with them in practice. And then you throw Andy into the game when Justin is out and hurt. And then the timing is off. I think the score should have been a world of a difference on offense. We should have had way more touchdowns and way more points on the board than we did. We should not have been in the position in the first place to have the game come down to the wire and rely on our defense to, you know, prevent a touchdown or a field goal or whatever within the last two minutes of the game. We should have never been in that situation in the first place. Yeah, but it's not like we dominated this game. They dominated the game. They dominated time of possession. They had at least nine or 10 more first downs than we had. One of the weirdest drives I have ever seen in football, I got to right. bring this up, was in the third quarter where we pinned them down. They were like around the 10-yard line after a punt, and they controlled the ball this is Baltimore controlled the ball for approximately five plus minutes on like nine to 10 plays and they would go forward, but then they got sacked or there was a penalty. So in five minutes, they really went nowhere, but they held the ball for five minutes. 
they get a first down, but then they get sacked. So they ended up punting from inside their 20 yard line. So they really went nowhere, but they held the ball for five minutes. It was the weirdest thing. The announcers, by the way, such, it, it's so Romo. great. I, I, I love, love Tony. Romo. I love Tony. He's Romo. great. He's the, the best. Big Tony Romo fan. And Jim Nance. They're a great team. They're mm -hmm. the best. And so anytime, yeah. I mean, talk about making a boring game somewhat interesting. Those guys did it. Absolutely. I can listen to Tony Romo comment all day long. Um, he's great. Also, so, how, so I got a question. How would you compare Tony Romo to Jimmy Garoppolo? Very different. Very, very different. I, I Tony Romo as a player was obviously a great player, but I just, I'm just in your heart, in your heart. Oh, Garoppolo wins all the day. Okay. But I will say though, Jimmy's been second, playing well, by the way, my, since the bears game, he's oh, been playing really well. He played really well today. And he played really well on Monday Night Football. Anyway, we're going to talk about my second favorite, Jimmy G, Jimmy Graham. Um, saw a lot more of him in this game than I've seen in the past. He had a great game. What really angered me, especially on, you know, third down or a lot of actually third down was that we didn't really switch the lineup of our players on the offensive line. And we should have at some point had at least three to four tight ends in there because those are the guys that are big and they're fast. Goodwin and Mooney are great receivers, but you know what? They're not big. They don't have that wingspan. Jimmy Cole, Jesse James, uh, horse, Jesper horse said those are you guys saying on like guys, running plays. Absolutely. Those when, when, you know, Dalton needs to throw a, a bomb and get it in the end zone, or at least get a first down or you're running up against the clock. Those are the guys you put in there. Those are when you have, you but know, you need the guys who are going to run down the field to catch those passes. Those are your tight ends. Those tight ends are need to beat your receivers because they are bigger. Do you want them blocking the or do you end. want them receiving? I don't get it. What do you, what do you want them to do? I the want them to ends? be receiving. Okay. But in the meantime, we had two receivers over a hundred yards. Andy Dalton played for a quarter and a half and he had over 200 yards. So even with his incompletions, he made plays and he made Absolutely. big plays and they should have won. I wish I just saw more of the tight Once ends again, and they, they should have won, but they, they didn't. Won. Why it didn't the win come, come down to the wire? We should have had more points on the board. By the way, another thing is we took our, our final timeout and the extra point for the final touchdown. Why do we take a timeout? Nagy was yelling at somebody on the sidelines. So oh, his headset there. went out. And honestly, I wish they didn't fix it. Because it would have gone so much better if they didn't fix it. And then I they mean, go for a two-point conversion, which really didn't make a difference one way or the other. But they no, ended that was up stupid. having to take a timeout. That was stupid. Just shows that they are so dysfunctional. It's also how, I think he's management. moved right now. I think the only thing that's going to carry these guys forward for the rest of the season is each other. They have a they is each other is players who are veterans who are gonna and 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 the young guys is. Fighting well, the veterans need to, to stay be in the there NFL. for the young guys because right now it looks like Justin Fields is in a hole and you know no one's going to dig him out of the hole. I uh, think it, I think this team knows that the coaching staff is out. I think the coaching staff oh knows totally that they they're know. on the way out. They were and the body language on the sideline totally. is that they're that they are history. Totally, and you know at the end of the game in the stands, everyone was chanting fire Nagy. And that was honestly music to my ears. But at the same time, I mean, 
it falls on deaf ears with our ownership and everything. Well, so I think they're going to wait till the end of the season. They're going to wait till why? the end of the season for why? sure. Because it does. It Who cares if you fire them before, right before Thanksgiving and the holidays? Who cares? Ooh, you're tough. Get rid of him. Ooh, he's you're like, tough. He's like poison. I mean, the whole staff, it's just so bad. They're setting them up for failure. And it's just not fair to these guys. These guys are also going to be putting in requests for trades if this, you know, if nothing gets fixed this offseason. A lot of guys are going to say, we want out of Chicago. And, well, and Chicago yeah. becomes less attractive of a place to come when you when there's when there's no identity, there's no culture, and nobody knows what the future is. So it's hard to attract free agents. Um, so it's really I think it goes back to the off season when, when they decided to keep these guys um, and how ownership, you know, was, was protecting them, speaking up for them. And they really didn't know what they were doing. I mean, Alan Robinson would have probably been out of here if it wasn't for the franchise tag. So, I mean, that speaks volumes. And this is a guy who also came, you know, a very talented player who came from Jacksonville and Jacksonville was never a good team. So that so Maya, volumes. where do we go from here? What do we, we see the rest of the season? What do we see? We go, we to, go Detroit, to Detroit on and uh, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. If I had to make an assumption, I would assume, honestly hope that it would be Andy Dalton. Um, I mean, fields needs to rest. There's only four days in between and you know, the rib injury for him because of his history with it. I would take it kind of seriously, whether it's a broken rib or not, not that I'm a doctor, but um, I'd rather have him be 150% healthy because he is our next franchise player and he's going to be here next year. Dalton won't right. be. So At this point in the season, the NFL, no one's a hundred percent. They're all playing less than a hundred percent. These guys. Absolutely. And we, we don't up. even have a chance of making the playoffs <clears throat> this year. So just finish out the year with Andy, keep Justin healthy for, or get him healthy for next season and, you know, get him stronger, get him more familiar with the playbook and with his teammates and finish out the year with well, this is going to be a very interesting week because facing the Detroit Lions, they're, they're the traditional Thanksgiving game. Uh, the Bears play them from time to time on Thanksgiving. And this year is one of those years and they are winless. They tie. They had a they have a tie against the Steelers who beat us last week or on Monday Night Football, I should say, two weeks ago before the bye. And uh, if the Bears lose this one, it's then bad. then I can see the Nagy team really. Gone. Then Nagy could be gone after a game like that, and that could very well happen. If they don't win this game, it uh, it is the death knell, I think, for this staff for sure. Even even if it already hasn't been written, which I think it has. Yeah, I mean the Lions are hungry for a win. They only lost by three this week to the Browns. Um, the Browns are a pretty good team. You know, the Browns killed us. So it's on national TV. It's a national, it's on national TV, TV game. It's Thanksgiving day. These guys good. are away from their families. We're playing in Detroit. Um, a lot of pressure, you know, a history of a rivalry between Chicago and Detroit. And so, it's a short week of practice. So it's the same timing for both teams. But I think you said it. Detroit is hungry for a win. Um, they have a new coach. Uh, they've played most of their games have been very, very close. They've had a lot of disappointing losses. They have young talent and I can easily see Detroit winning and this being a nail in the coffin for the bears for the rest of the year. 
especially because we beat Detroit at the beginning of the season, it's more, you know, the whole revenge thing is on. We saw it last season, even though it was a totally different Detroit team and Mitch Trubisky fumble at the end, the second Detroit game of the season, you know, they beat us once last year at the second game. So they did get their revenge. They are capable of it. Um, you know, the Ford family has created a culture there and an organization. The Detroit fans are loyal to their team, even when they're bad. So are you kidding me? They wear bags over their heads. They're, they're terrible. I know they're terrible, but people still show up to the game. Well, that's because they're stupid. Anyway, (laughs) um, I uh, also one good thing about playing in Detroit is that it is a dome. So the wind should not be an issue for Cairo. Um, It was super, super windy. uh, It isn't an issue. It's not that it shouldn't be an issue. It definitely isn't an issue. Okay, you're right. It is not an issue. that was an issue for Cairo today. I still have confidence in Cairo. I still think that he is an amazing kicker, an amazing uh, part of the Chicago Bears organization. The issue is, is that you really cannot even get within, I would say, almost 50 yards of the field goal uh, or when you have Justin Tucker as your kicker. So any chance the Bears took this week of, you know, holding them to a field goal and them, you know, not making it, you are dealing with the best kicker in the right, league. Right. But it didn't come Justin down. They, they ended, right. But they ended up winning on a touchdown. Right. And they didn't need that, but you know, you cannot bet against Justin Tucker when it comes to anything, but this year, uh, this week, sorry, uh, Cairo, I think uh, hopefully it will be better for him and, you know, build back up his confidence. Cause I do think that he is a very talented member of our team. So what do we think this week, win or loss on you know Turkey what? Day? Every, every time I have said loss. I've been wrong every week. So I'm going to say they're going to lose okay, and watch. I'm going to go win. the opposite. I'm going to say that they're going to win because every time I say that they're going to lose, they actually do lose. So I'm going to give a little bit of confidence in the Bears this week. So I'm going to say they're going to win, but it is going to be a close game. I even think that this one could come down to a field goal. So, um, no, no, I I think we're going to win. I'm going to say 17, 14 bears. And I'm going to say 20 to 13 lions. All right. And once again, yes. And once again, yeah, everyone hopes you're wrong, but once again, we really want to thank everybody who has continued to listen and support I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving holiday. Happy and healthy and safe. We really appreciate all the support and are very thankful for it. Um, Keep on listening. Keep on sending questions. Yes. We love questions. We love comments. Good or bad. We read it all. We, We take it all in and try to respond as much as we can to everybody. Um, because we know that everyone is busy with their own lives and probably has much cooler podcasts to listen to. But um, please we appreciate you, anything, you. Keep listening to yes, us. If you have anything you would like to say, please comment on our YouTube link below or um, email us at fatherdaughterfirstdown at gmail.com. And please keep sharing this with your friends and family. And with that, one, three, two, two three, three. Bear Bear down. down.